0: Out of that <coughs> My in <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. First hand accounts.
1: Alright, y'all. Alright, so All right. Venom, Star is Born.
2: Yep. Mm. And just ask me, I'll tell you which Halloween, one. the hate you give. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So we're starting with Venom. Cool. Yes. Alright, so you ready? Yes. One, two.
1: Three. One! Two! One, two!
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. I'm Tawana.
1: And I'm Vaughn.
0: And we're two filmmaker-cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're so glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode
1: 33.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you understand?
1: Today, film fans, we're going to be talking about several movies, but this is our fall explosion. We're going to talk about Venom, uh, Star is Born, The Hate You Give, and Halloween. Tawana, what are we sipping today?
0: All right, since so we're in the fall season. Oh, yeah. I took it easy on y'all. You did. But I'm back.
1: You back? <laughs> With a little
0: bit of pumpkin.
1: There's the goddamn pumpkin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this ain't bad, though.
1: It's tasty. I'm sure. It's
0: actually pretty tasty. And I think I might be over pumpkins. But these this is pretty tasty. It's called Post Road Pumpkin Ale by uh, a local brewery, Brooklyn, seasonal blend, Brooklyn yes, Brewery. Straight out of BK. It's
2: in my constituency.
0: Yes, it is in your <laughs> constituency. As the mayor of Brooklyn. Yes. Oh, well, not really anymore.
2: Not you, anymore. You've given up that time. Hello, Alex, and welcome hey. back. Hey, welcome film back. fans, your favorite antipodean
0: critique <laughs> is back. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: yes, Alex is back, y'all. That's a, that's a lot. He's here for the fall festivities. I'm here to watch half the movies and talk twice this year. Yes, definitely,
0: you are. definitely. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> that's your tagline from
2: yeah, now
1: it.
0: on. Half the movies and twice this
1: shit. So let's tell me about this this damn Post Road pumpkin. All right,
0: so it's it's pretty good. It, it's it's rich. It's got some spicy flavors, uh, which melded really perfectly well with this sort of malted barley. Uh, Post Road just it just brings this sort of delicious rendition of like. Ah, they're calling it an American classic. I've never known pumpkin ale to be an American classic, right. but um it blends well. It finishes really nicely and has this really like crisp, abundant, uh, like easily fermentable, tasty flavor. I mm-hmm. like it. It's like firm malt center, like finished crisp, okay? Yeah, it's nice, it's nice. You recommend it? it? It's, it's from, I recommend it. Alex liked it, it's too. It's from Brooklyn
1: Brewery. I yeah, like
0: Brooklyn it. Brewery. I'm sure they have it on tap if you are in New York. Yes. I'm sure they have it on tap down at their brewery.
1: And you can find it in other parts but of the you could now. also,
0: I found this at the Wimory. I Yeah, mean, you can find it. You can it. get this anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. But and, in, um, and Brooklyn, I don't know, Brooklyn Brewery's kind of, people either love it or they hate it. You know? yeah. yeah,
0: they do, because I do love or hate some of their stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I don't think, I don't like all of their...
2: Their lager is a point of
1: contention.
0: Yes. Their lager is a point of contention. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to taste this pumpkin. Pumpkin yeah, but I don't mean heaviness.
0: Take a sip. I don't know if it's heaviness, but it's actually pretty smooth. It's not heavily pumpkin. Some some pumpkin usually has this thing where it's like a mash of pumpkin. And they threw in some spice on top. Mm-hmm. Or it's all spice and a little hint of pumpkin. But this has a nice like crisp finish. You can taste pumpkin. You can also taste a lot of the malts and spice in it.
1: I like that. I right? like the spiciness of it. I
0: like the spice. It's got a little nutmeg.
1: Yeah, I like the spiciness of it.
0: It's not peppery. There's I could something drink it. else Plus, happening I like in the that.
1: amber color. You know, that's my... Well, of course. I like amber of beers. Course.
0: Well, you know, it is fall. Mm-hmm. And amber beers are where they're at.
1: Well, I, I tried to bring some, some fall into the mix. I'm, I'm, I feel like you did a little. Uh, yeah, this one. I'm doing this, and just for the film fans out there and the drinkers, Right. I'm trying this root beer flavored whiskey called Root Out. And it root tastes out. it tastes like root beer. It smells like root beer. It does smell like root beer. It's it's root beer flavors with blended Canadian whiskey. Okay. My problem with this, and I and I can't say I don't like it, it's just not enough whiskey in it for me. It's like. a whole lot of root beer <laughs> and a whole lot of those flavors but not enough whiskey. For me, I would actually pour this with some whiskey and and make it better. But, right. you know, you're going to see this in bars. They, they just launched this. You're going to see it in Did more they? bars. Yes, yeah, it's a new thing, and they're trying to get a greater distribution. So it, think about how you feel about, um, what's the cinnamon-flavored uh whiskey uh, fireball, fireball. Mm. think about fireball you're gonna see this in bars and it's gonna it's gonna rival fireball because it's that thing it's that drink that you take shots of or <clears throat> yeah, drink meat. Mm. this does
0: feel like a shot drink.
1: and when you look at their i went to their website too just to see they have all kinds of recipes where they blend it with different things a lot of cola drinks they mix it with cola mm-hmm. they mix it with coffee liqueur there's uh, some cranberry things, some lime stuff. They, they're doing a lot. There's even one where you're mixing it with tomato juice, which I cannot even understand, but I'm going to let that ride. But mm-hmm. once again, it's called Root Out, and it's an interesting flavor. If you like root beer, this would be great with like a root beer float just to tap that off. Fantastic, that would be. Or even with root beer itself, just to right. spike your root beer up a little bit. This would be what I would choose to do it and because uh, you get all the root beer flavor and a nice little hint of bourbon. But if you just want to mix some real bourbon with some root beer, do that. Just like how I mix right. uh bourbon with uh Dr Pepper.
0: Right. So I missed one point. The the reason why it's supposed to be uh this pumpkin ale is supposed to be American like classic. It's supposed cuz because, because it's supposed to be a colonial style pumpkin beer. And okay. Apparently it was easily uh Made back when New England settlers brewed it,
1: but that's because they were drinking they were drinking beers in their homes as as opposed to water because they weren't sure about the water supply. They were drinking right. They were saying
0: how like the pumpkin was abundant and so it was easily you know formidable and, and and blended and so by the time it fermented, it was like this great ale. But I mean, I don't know. Nah, well I actually know. like it I thought it, it was, I mean it's you know, good I mean I really I've don't never give known a damn, it to be enough. I don't
1: give a damn about a pumpkin spice
0: yeah you really don't
1: but I really I actually like that and the I color mean, is just amazing The
0: color is amazing and I'm gonna put it up on um, on our story today mm-hmm. um, and it'll be up everywhere else when we post in every social media site that we have perfect.
1: Yes. Yes. Perfect. All right. Let's well, get let's right start talking about all these movies. Uh, we, we're giving you a, a, a pretty much a double episode in one.
0: Yeah, we had a little bit of scheduling <laughs> complex, and that created us, but we—I did post it. So if you know that, you know that we're, this is it. This is your big double episode. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> so let's start talking about Venom. Yes.
0: All right. Uh, Venom. Uh, so the synopsis is when when Eddie Brock acquires uh, the powers of a symbiote. Symbiote, right? Symbiote. 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 He will have to release his alter ego venom to save his life. Uh, I don't think that's the
1: greatest of synopsis. No, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's a terrible synopsis. It's like, a terrible
0: synopsis, well, and that's their official synopsis. It's
1: bad. And Marvel, you know, the problem I have with Marvel in, in trying to do this, they don't spend the time and the effort with the anti heroes the way they do with the uh, (laughs) god-awful
2: Iron Man and and all these other heroes. I have to interject. Yes. Because you're muddying the great Marvel's name slightly. A little bit, yeah. Because this was a Sony production. Yes. Yes. Let's not forget about that. And in fact, in two occasions in the opening credits of the film, it Mm. says, like I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like, in association with, yeah, it did Marvel. And it's, like, it's like as if as if reminding you once that they were not the ones that produced the movie. Right. They were like, <laughs> hello, <laughs> they twice.
0: don't be upset with us. Oh, but you actually still, saw this movie. Yeah, dude. he oh, saw Venom? No. He did say he saw Venom. <laughs> So I him. said
2: half the movies twice the shit, not none of the movies and all the shit.
0: <laughs> Wait, what's the other one then? Half the movies. I don't
1: know. So a quarter Benno? of what the movies. A, a quarter sorry? of the movies. All right. So all those stars. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so, oh, so go. back to the point. Yes. Thank you, Alex. So it
2: is not an authentic, like, you know, Thor, all right. those other ones. It's not, yeah, it's not but, like and, and, why it's but not as
1: good. I really think that they really should move into the the uni- the alternate universe of showing the other the villains and the the anti-heroes i, I like this maybe because well, i am so tired of the white bread <laughs> heroes i'm so tired of that You're tired it, of the the, superheroes. it's so boring and so You're to tired finally of the i'm, I'm well, that's
0: dc but it's that's just
1: dc the worst. i hate i hate that <laughs> but my point is the captain america's the fucking iron man they can all you don't want the bite red one
0: red White white and blue ones? I,
1: no, I don't give a shit about any of that. My point is <laughs> they had they had a lot of fuel here. Right. But see, where I think I mean the, this
0: could have been great. The
1: the mistake was they didn't bring Spider Man into this. Because we don't really see the parasite and all of that and, and Venom until after Spider Man has was impacted by it. Right. You know, they just jumped straight into Eddie Brock. Right, you know, is, and I get it. And they
0: it. allude to it when they say that, oh, he got, he had to leave. Uh, what what what? Spider Man, Peter is Parker. Home. Oh, no, and, no. and oh yeah, right. Queens. Right? No, no, but it's Queens. But it, it was his paper, and then he had yeah, to leave yeah, yeah. the Daily Bugle or something. Yeah, whatever the newspaper was. And come was. Mm-hmm. to this paper because right. you went from New York to San Francisco. Yes, and that's exactly. Fucking believable. So it's just like, okay,
1: okay, fine, and and thank God for Tom Hardy. One, he's he's an actor who has the chops to be able to take an awful script and turn it into something because he right. he embodied the character in a way because of his movements, his gestures, he made something that could have been just well, it was a waste of time.
2: Imagine if he wasn't in the film.
1: Oh, it would just be it I mean, would just straight to DVD. It would it, it, it wouldn't have been, been even, It would have been because even, it wasn't
2: great.
0: It
1: wouldn't have even been made. And like I said, he brought. <laughs> He brought texture to it, he brought he brought character to it, and he he made you want to understand more. And I love the conflict between Eddie Brock and Venom. I like that internal conflict, that monologue right. that they were having. That was great. And and he's the only actor of our time that would have been able to pull that off. And now what I think the saddest part was that you know, and you were talking about it when, in, our, in a previous conversation about how mm-hmm. you you didn't like his accent and how because he because he was trying to. His accent is
0: very odd. Nobody yeah. speaks that way. I know, but it was in it was him trying to country. cover trying to give, his
1: British accent.
2: But he's trying to give Venom like yeah, a, but I need a, a Game Fintech of Thrones sort of. or something like.
1: But it wasn't. It was, she wasn't referring to Venom's. Well, it was not venom. It was it was, it was Eddie Brock. Eddie, Brock's. Yeah. Eddie
0: Brock's accent was right. horrible. Because Eddie Brock who speaks is, that way.
1: He's a New Yorker. Yeah. Eddie Brock right. is a New yeah. Yorker. He's a
0: New Yorker. So who speaks that way?
1: And
2: so Even you,
0: if he say he was, let's say he was an immigrant, and he came over with his own accent. Yeah. But still, no one speaks that way.
1: Mm. Well, they had to they had to try to figure it out, and, and they try, and, and then the fact I would much
0: rather him be British. Or whatever, but remember, and still be a New Yorker because that's but, possible too. But remember, Alex is a New Yorker.
1: But remember, comic book fans. <laughs> that's the Nicest
2: thing you've ever said to me. Aww. Aww. I love you. I thought you were gonna be here ten years to get that moniker.
0: Oh God! Uh, Some people can get a away with it.
1: Are you guys? You
2: good now? You good? Yo, yeah, let me see, pull Vaughn my. Full, I'm gonna pull my hand back. Vaughn's in okay. Vaughn, Vaughn is in full fucking soapbox mode. So, so
0: soapbox mode. Sorry. Okay.
2: Sorry. Right. Me and me and Tia bromancing. Yes, oh, we're bromancing.
0: God. It's okay to
1: do that. And that's fine. And
2: we
0: love <laughs> and
1: we love you and all you guys love for each other. Cred, Vaughn Oh yes. good.
0: That's Sarcasm. Now.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm with the love. I'm feeling the love too. We, we miss each other, and it's so good to see Alex again. Even Straightest
0: face I'm in the doing, world. It, it's all. The there love. is no expression like <laughs> here. Face, yes. oh my God! <laughs> such a hater.
2: I mean, I'm just, I'm just living my life over here. He's living <laughs> his best
1: life, I'm doing things. All right, so anyway, so anyway, um, but Eddie Brock, I think that, like I said, I feel like I don't know if this movie even needed to be made. I just, no, it didn't. I know they needed to do. It a, was
0: absolutely fucking horrible. They needed was a waste. movie.
1: They needed a movie to bridge some kind bad. of gap, but. It was I don't know, and I, I'm
2: I'm really the afraid. Worst. You hurt me going that far.
1: No, I don't think it's the worst. It movie. wasn't the worst, no. but it was pretty bad to me. No, I think Ant Man yeah. is the worst. But
0: I think Deadpool is the worst. No,
1: the second Deadpool <laughs> the might be is the worst. Over,
2: too. Are you
0: kidding me? <laughs> okay, Deadpool let's do over the second Deadpool.
2: The second, no. Ant-Man is a film that doesn't need to exist. Yeah, like, I've just, never seen it. That. It's for children. I've but never I, even seen
1: it. once again, like I said, I love the anti-hero. I love the bad guy. The chase sequence love was it. great. The chase sequence in the movie was great. You can't get past The
0: that. initial one with the bike?
1: The bike, and I, that was fantastic.
0: That was cool.
1: Where, where they... Where they lost me was all that CGI and stuff Everywhere. that was happening at the that end. That
0: CGI was
1: ridiculous. Though at the end. It was ridiculous. It, it just did not make any sense. Just,
0: yeah, they had to cut corners. <laughs> you know, and I, and I was just like, well. It couldn't be Michelle Williams' they, wig, though. They, oh, that could have cut corners <laughs> that on that. That was
1: bad, too. Why,
0: why are you getting a wig? Why? And, and
1: Michelle Williams is one of the best actors we she have. She was Riz Ahmed. stage, Stage and screen. And they just relegated her to this uh, this little
2: say, I got so role. much to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. So they were having Popeye's craft services. That's how they were tightening on the budget. Is you that know, serious? I was really? like, no, I'm joking. But oh, like, I was like, really? They no, have Popeye's craft services. It, it's not. It's not the highest budgeted film. No, no, they no had, it's not. But they had a heavyweight. They had a million dollars.
0: Cast. But they had. They advertised it so heavy. I know. The promotion was, yeah. was like. But it was remember, the bit of tease. it was like a well
2: funded indie film. But remember, too much CGI. the trailers so changed.
1: Remember, the trailers yeah. changed. Yeah. And they actually got better because at first you're like, okay, I can barely understand what Venom is saying. And yeah. then they, they went in and they cleaned that up. And then they came back with this different trailer. And then you, then you, but where where they should have started was, they should have been more of a tease of the bad guy, actually.
0: They should have, but they gave too much away, of course.
1: And then, but they, they you're right. They
0: want to secure you going to the movies and, like, Really like seeing it, but it was a guaranteed sell. It's Venom.
2: Yeah, people were very hyped about. People it. Were yeah, hyped about people were hyped
0: about it just been by hearing. Because didn't even need that was to see the, a trailer. That was the
1: best part of fucking Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is the the most useless of all the superheroes, besides, other than Iron besides, Man. Besides,
0: yeah, besides Iron Man and he, Superman and DC.
1: I have never
0: because <laughs> you hate Superman.
1: I have never liked Superman. I just don't care about that little kid living in Queens. Get get your life. Go to fucking school. Get over yourself. <laughs> but my thing is it's just like we've been waiting on venom and it's just like and so this is what we get this is how you do it I was and like i said if it was not for tom hardy right. actually if it wasn't for tom hardy i would not have seen the movie at all absolutely cuz i'd already said i'm really done with with marvel movies uh-huh. yeah i saw that whatever the one where everybody died what was that called again
0: the one where everybody died. Right. Yeah, the, the one where everybody one? disappeared. Ah, oh, Avengers. Avengers. Whatever, Whatever that was. It wasn't Apocalypse. It was... Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. Whatever the fuck that was. Where everybody disappeared at the last ending.
1: I wasn't going to see anymore because... You did see Infinity War? Yes, <laughs> we saw it. We talked about we
0: it. We talked
1: about it. Yeah. You were actually were here, Were you Alex? here? Yes, you were. Oh,
0: this sadness. I'm, I'm sad
1: now. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That was during the summer, we, we folks. Gotta, we gotta
0: hey, these, hey we keep it down in cheap to. seats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. So going back, I had I said to Tawana. I like I was, Infinity War. What the fuck? I, I actually like Infinity War, too, because I like Thanos. Right. But th- my point was so good. that I'm kind of over the superhero films. And until <laughs> we bring back... And I know we're gonna see Aquaman. We're gonna see I'll, Aquaman when it comes. I'm, I'm down for Aquaman because that's that's DC, and we're gonna support DC too. Because I'm actually a DC fan. I just want to see what's his oh,
2: face. Really, Vaughn? I not am. the twenty fifth time I've heard that. <laughs> You're so fucking indie, dude. <laughs> really, you like the dark, moody, like least popular superhero film? I don't what give a fuck, fuck what yeah. everybody
1: thinks. I'm not a. I don't have to be on the bandwagon, Alex. <laughs> but the point is. The point is I was hoping for Venom yes. to be something interesting. Right. You yes. know, and, I said, and it just didn't it just didn't do it. It, it tried but it just didn't do it. Well, what what I
2: agree. what how did you want it to go? Like did you want it to sort of lean in? I'll tell you how I like wanted the, it to go. Like I just the did, darkness, the it edginess, was a waste like where did you want it to push? Actors. I wanted
1: I wanted no, they had the good actor. It
0: was a waste Hell of them. It was a waste of it. Was I
1: wanted it to be darker. I wanted it to be edgier. I wanted I, exactly. wanted, I wanted all of I wanted.
0: That. I wanted it. I wanted independence. I wanted newness. I thought their pace, their action was super typical. I thought nothing new came of it. Um, I was not entertained the way I thought I would be. So I was completely disappointed in mm-hmm. that. I thought Tom. Hardy's performance was good, but was very weird and awkward, and I, I guess that was purposeful. But once again, like his even his accent was like it, it just threw me off, and it just like
1: I don't know. And you know what I what I. Really I mean, I thought he was liked. a really
0: perfect choice because he, he was. was so he's such a dark.
1: Yes. person. And yeah. I really, want you know, I wanted Eddie Brock... At least to, when he does his work. I wanted Eddie to do cocaine. I wanted him to just be like a party boy. No,
0: Eddie was a fucking goof.
1: And I wanted him to be okay, a party yeah. boy. He was a because, fucking goofy First of all, <laughs> was, Eddie Brock with? in the comic book, first of all, he was he was a football player. Right. He was a party boy at the school. Right. He tortured fucking he was, useless ass Spider-Man. He was built
0: like a fucking UFC fighter. Why was he yeah. built like a UFC fighter? If he was just gonna play like, you know... I wouldn't kiss all fucking day. Like, it was just ridiculous. It just though.
1: should have been more edge to it. And like, there was the, no edge. And with the neighbor who was playing the music all loud and all this other stuff, I wanted him to go to blows with that motherfucker. I wanted, I wanted him, him to him straight up punch that, guy shit that himself. motherfucker right but in He was like, He was going like, right ah.
2: through the fucking wall. Then. I was right.
0: just like, all right. And that's
1: what I was waiting on. And then yeah. it was just like, well, this is what I get?
0: Yeah, exactly. And then
1: Michelle Williams, who's, like I said, one of our best actresses in the Her game. Her and
0: Riz Ahmed, Actors, their performances felt completely flat, and it's yeah. not
1: their fault. There was nothing that it was the not their fault. Bad.
0: That's what they got. It was horrible. And, and, and
1: just for the listeners, if you have a fucked up script you have a fucked up movie. Absolutely. And there is no way the director can change it. There's no way can you can change
0: it. Nobody can change that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think, I think their why roles...
2: That's why the writers strike and everyone shits themselves. Yeah. Exactly.
0: But I think their roles were actually beneath them.
2: Yeah, it was. In terms
0: of what they All could do. All, All of, of them. them. Mm-hmm. No, Tom Hardy didn't deserve the second oh, they, either.
2: There was a good I review, mean, just quickly, there was a good review. Right. I, I think it's by Vice. Apologies if it's not. But they said it, was, it, it really felt like a like a superhero movie from, like, the early 2000s. Yes, Like, definitely. it was obviously a script that had sit on the shelf since mm-hmm. the, um, who yeah. was the guy that played Spider-Man originally? Um, Tobey oh. yeah, Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Seabiscuit. But, yeah. Yeah. Seabiscuit, yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, it was, like, a superhero script. Because you remember Seabiscuit. from that era, and it was, like, very touch and go, and you had all those really shitty like movies. Yeah. yeah, it was you know very, very much mean? like and this. You know what I mean? And you are just like, what? Yeah, like, absolutely really? Right. This is how you do adaptations, you know? And it just, uh, yeah, it just, it did have, like, I don't know, it was fucking corny. Yeah, no, it was super corny,
0: and it wasn't great. I just
2: love Tom Hardy too much, but, yeah. I I I love Tom
0: Hardy, it's the only reason why I saw it, but it was Mm. just like, even the revelation at the end, and we're not going to spoil that part, but even the revelation at the end of Venom and all that bullshit, I was just like, really? Really, this is what we're going to do? And you know, and
1: they're already saying that. They're already saying in the sequel if I that I wish you happens. would.
0: I wish you would. Because I'm not seeing that. <laughs> I know, I'm not seeing that. Don't it even bring it up. I'm not seeing it I'm either. not and, seeing and it. And I'm
1: sure Tom Hardy actually won't be doing it. No, then probably not. Then that's fine. And, you know, because I, I have a certain level of respect for him as an actor. I do, absolutely. So I, I feel like he'll be like, now nah, you can't pay me enough money. No, so
0: he's he'll, like, he'll fuck he'll that. I mean, even <laughs> my kid doesn't like this. Fuck this movie. It, it,
1: yeah, he'll sign <laughs> off.
2: I mean, my final thought on it is... You take someone like Tom Hardy, who clearly knows how to play uh, a character who can, who has like an internal struggle, like right. from, like I mean Bronson, I mean Shatt, yes, you know, yes. Um, and then oh god, what um, else? I mean you? Taboo, his Ta- show oh Taboo, taboo? Come on. absolutely. And then what was the film? Uh, no, the TV show, The Peaky Blinders. He yes, plays The Jewish C. gangster. Yes. Plays who's Jewish. constantly kind of going between trying to be a psychopath, a Oh, when and he played the Cray
1: brothers, yep. yeah, he actually played in the Cray brothers. Yes sensational mm-hmm. he played both brothers he played both brothers absolutely fina- and he would just switch back and forth between right. crazy and I'm like
2: crazy this insane. motherfucker and is really insane they were both crazy. and how you take an actor that talented and still make it seem corndog it was and also like, like I th- on, I feel man.
0: like they, they directed his every move they weren't like yeah. this is what we see this is what we want go with it they were like no 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 do this too now wiggle your hands around a bunch now yeah. do this part yeah. like yeah. just let him be yeah he could have done so Let much better. Let him live in the scene Let him for a live. Mm-hmm. I wanted to rip that fucking wig off oh Michelle my God, uh, Williams' head uh, a
1: thousand head. times. Even
0: her interactions yeah. with him—they start the film like they're in love, and then like oh, this cute little like banter between like a, a couple, and then they're supposed to have this romantic date, and that shit's unbelievable. And they're supposed to go home and fuck that shit was unbelievable yeah. I was just like when is this believable
1: yeah there was no chemistry between when them.
0: does the chemistry come in yeah, even when yeah. the, uh, I remember that I he had far. more
1: chemistry with the lady in the bodega oh, oh first
0: of all <laughs> can I just say she was the only person I gave a shit about in right. the entire film yeah. I was like she's gonna get eaten or fucked up at some point and I was so happy that she was fine <laughs> he
1: had more chemistry like, with her she's the, the only
0: person I gave a shit about even the lady outside the <laughs> shop his homeless friend he <laughs> yes. gave a shit about her too that was all bullshit and weird
1: yeah Cause like, why are you talking to this homeless person?
0: Well, but so. but also, why are you re- re- Why are you endangering yourself to save this person that you don't give a shit about?
1: Bye, boo.
0: And this bitch is obviously in some sort of like lab.
1: Yeah, you're dead. Now
0: nah, I'm good, boo. I yeah. don't know why you went to lab. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> let me actually. Let me get the fuck this right. corridor, I'm out this corridor. Because why am I in this corridor? Oh,
1: by the way, film fans, half the movies wouldn't be made if Tawana was. <laughs> 'Cause she'd be like, I'm out
2: of here. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black woman. So I would Did not you did you see the see
2: that video of that um, that four year old that like six year old girl and she walks into the scary house and Oh yeah, yeah with like, Mike Myers. Yeah. Mike oh. Myers and then she's like No and then like walks straight <laughs> out of here <laughs> like, That it was like why black people can't be horrible horror movies? <laughs> I'm gonna send now, you the clip. Now. No <laughs> there's like no screaming, nothing. Just she just like, turns
1: around and says no and walks out. <laughs> that <laughs> would, be
2: so that would be me. That would be me. What good. the fuck?
1: Yeah yep.
2: no, yep. yep. no I'm good. Yep. No, I'm good. Yep.
1: So we can just move on past <laughs> yeah we can move on past venom too two and a half. Stars. I
0: mean yeah so I mean fine. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to just off Tom Hardy and the other actors just being in it. but if you want to waste your time and all your money? Well, go you know right what? Ahead. Would you give this,
2: it three or you suck at two? I no.
0: T- I'd
1: take a kid to see this. No. Don't go to see this for yourself. No, I would, I'm would. i going to give it a two and a half oh, thank you. for generous. a HBO Sunday afternoon. It's raining. You ain't got nothing else
2: to do. Yeah. I'm gonna mm. do that.
1: You turn it on. You can't find your remote in the bed. You, just do that and, for your kids, and actually. You're like, no, it Keep ain't even for your, your kids. Head. It's
2: yeah. actually for you. And you see it in, like, trending films. Yeah. And you're like, I don't have to move the clicker that much. I'll do this one. Yeah, uh, just, just put this up. <laughs> Click this up and and watch it. It's good.
0: I'm not watching this ever again. I'm glad I had an app to go see this shit for free.
2: I'm glad you did. Well, it's a good thing then that we can talk about A Star Is Born. Yes, let's talk.
0: Yes, because because that is brilliant. Okay. I think. I
1: don't know about brilliant, but there there was some good.
0: You're telling me a star.
2: I like Lady Gaga looking like a babe.
0: Lady Gaga has has the ability to look like a babe, but she's been hiding under meat.
2: Yeah, the meat curtains. I was going to say
0: meat curtains, but that's a what? wrong yep. analogy. Oh <laughs>
2: yes, please.
1: Okay, Tom. Come back to, Come today, back to the today, life. Not today, Satan. Come back to the Meat.
0: meat uh, dresses. Dresses. Okay. A meat collage. So, a st- <laughs> I mean, Venom was so bad we didn't even announce who directed it or anything. It doesn't anyway. matter. It, it doesn't matter. Doesn't no matter. one's going to see that. Okay. Um, a Star is Born. <laughs> directed by... Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That's um, right. And he also wrote the screenplay. Played a lot of music in the film, so good for him. It's about a musician, helps a young singer find fame, even as age and alcoholism send his own career into a downward spiral. Yeah. Yeah. It's tragically beautiful.
1: Yeah. It, um. And and once again, this is the fourth incarnation of this movie. The fourth
0: incarnation of
1: this film. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. Um. A lot of people remember Judy Garland's version and Barbra Streisand's version in in 1976, I think it was, (laughs) with uh, uh, Christopherson, Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Uh, This movie holds up for the same reason, and that's why it's been around for generations now. Right. Um, the, The love story between the two of them is what... Captivated me in in watching this because it's real people. It, it felt very genuine. It felt very well. They were both very um, tragic people because none tragic. their lives were not perfect. Mm-mm. Their lives were not how it was supposed to be. Like she right. she was kind of marginalized in her job. She had a marginalized
0: in her life.
1: In her life, she was you know she was kind of taking care of her dad. It seemed right. like. She was living at home, right. and she had a talent, but no one was trying to hear her talent. She worked in a in a drag club, right. and she just kind of she like
0: guest started in a drag right, club, right? Which was
1: you know it's like okay, so when she the,
0: worked for like a shitty like catering Hall right and
1: so it's just like her her life just wasn't what it could have been based on what right. her her actual talent was right he was in a situation in his career where he had been a huge star but now he was dealing with medical issues and all this other stuff right and and he was losing that thing not to mention his alcoholism right so you had all he had these a lot of issues you had all these things going on but they found a way to each other and I think that that right. was the beauty of this script right. and what what Bradley Cooper did was he, he as the first time director, because this is his first Who film. I knew
0: he was such such a fucking amazing director? This is his
1: first time. He focused on the character-driven performances. He did. And even how the shots were, you saw there was a lot of close-ups, there was right. jump cuts, there was there a was lot a, of...
0: There was a lot of everything.
1: Of movement in that I mean, way to focus on the interpersonal story right. between the two of them. Um, and, and then because he had... Um, his DP worked with uh, Aronofsky, I think, mm-hmm. and so that's why the those uh, concert footage and all those shots right. look so big and look so scaled.
0: Yeah. Oh, Labatique.
1: Yes. Labattique was, so, dir-
0: was a director. You had
1: all of that photography. You had all of that feel, so you felt La like is beautiful. Yeah, and you felt like you were in like um, like you were watching 1970s concert footage. Right. You know, it was big.
0: Well, he had so much. It was full. He made it. A love story, yeah. a tragic drama, a concert uh, film. It was a, uh, it was like a, a, traumatic a drama. It was so many films, mm-hmm. the made into this amalgamation of one. Yep, yep. And it was really beautiful the way he did it.
1: Yeah. And because he, he It's hard time, to do. He spent time on the close-ups because oh. you know how you you oh, see yeah. you know how you normally see long takes where it's more yeah. about the environment. Yes. Well, with his. Long takes. It was all about their faces.
0: Well, even in his long takes, he included them in full body shots. But like all this detail was in mm-hmm. the background, like that shot of them on the balcony, where she, where in the background you see her album cover, mm-hmm. and she's just like melting into his arms. It was really brilliant shit. Like mm-hmm. it was just gorgeously. It was a gorgeous film of heartbreak. Right. Just, just it was it had this meditative look and just at at the same time, just really exhibiting the effects of like uh, addiction, codependency, uh, uh, family addiction, suicidal tendencies, like um, just the struggle of life and its changes. And he was able to put all of that in there and still act. And still play the music and yeah. still sing all the songs because with Lady he literally, Gaga.
1: he literally learned how to play. He right. learned how to play the guitar. But he had
0: a, he had a uh, uh, didn't he have a band before this? No.
1: He oh, literally he learned band. how to play the guitar. Oh, he
0: was damn good at it. Just
1: for this movie and to sing. He did not know, how, he, he is not a singer. Mm-hmm. He literally learned he how to do that. this for the purpose of the I just world.
0: love how he embodied a blend of Chris Christopherson and Sam Elliott.
1: Yes, he did. He did. He
0: perfectly embodied... He them and this his shots were amazing the planned out thought of these shots of like him in the profile of the car after that first big concert scene it's a profile of him holding that hat and just having this taking this taking this big ass booze back and just like all the flashes from the lights he's in complete darkness silhouetted and it's just all the lights are coming from the flashes from the cameras and the people outside I mean brilliant shit like um was the other one uh, when the credits roll? Her walking up the ramp. Yeah. And it says the star is born. Like when you know that that's some just beautiful stuff. Um, her coming out of the back, like watching him sing in the drag bar. Her just coming out of the back, and is all this in front of her, so she becomes the background, and all the like the shimmering like curtains and poles and mirrors become the foreground, and bit by bit, it's just a fractured image that she just fully comes through. It's metaphoric, too, because if you think about it, she only knows him as this fractured image, right? Mm-hmm. And then she sees him as his whole Right. when he's singing in the drag bar. Shouts out to Shangela, too, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, she was Who good. killed it. Yeah, she was good. Good man.
0: for you, Shangela, all the way from, uh, from
1: RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag,
0: drag Race. Drag race. <laughs> Good for you. You come a long way. You come a long way, babe.
1: Exactly. And so, like I said, this this film brought a lot of elements in I loved Sam Elliott's role. Yes. The uncle. I think there was something No, he
0: was his brother.
1: He was a brother? He was his brother. Like I was always confused about how he was thought he was, was his uncle, uncle yeah, because he was so old. Now he was his but brother. But the thing was, I think that there was something he brought a heartache to it. He
0: brought I
1: felt like he was he was in a situation of Trying to take care of him, he was
0: trying to take care of his brother, who was codependent and his own misfortune. His father, because
1: I feel like he had a talent too. Well, it, he was
0: a singer. It he, never
1: got to be manifested. Right? He
0: said, "He said you stole my voice." Remember? Right. I said, so I
1: feel like it was never manifested. But he still, because he wanted to look out for his brother. Yes, you felt that connection between the two, and and he was kind of like propping him up. And I know people who deal with. Family who family members who have an addiction. Oh,
0: it's just total codependency. There was
1: so much going to, on there, yeah. but they didn't hit us in the head with it. No, no, no. They didn't subtle. hit us in the head with it. It was subtle. And, and and you know the in the breakdown of of how it all happens, like as she was rising, he was falling. He was falling. And I think that it, just I think it's inevitable. Just to watch that. It was inevitable anyway. Right. But I think the... How the universe brought them together, because yes. in reality, she should have just said, oh, "Okay, this dude likes me." As he was passing by, you know, right. she met him in the bar. She knew who right. he was because he's a star. Right. But the thing is, she could have easily just walked away from him. She could have. But she was pulled to him because yeah. one, he's an artist. She's an artist.
0: Right.
1: He was trying to inspire her to create great work. He was Yeah, he saw he saw her talent. Yeah. And, and he, he wanted it to live. And so he was trying Even to... Even when manif- she didn't. Right. He was trying to manifest that in her yes. because he saw her potential. Yes. And he knew he was losing what he had, yeah. but he saw her power. And he was trying to build on that. And as she was rising to her success, yeah, that he, was the interesting part of that. Was that, sip, that was act two.
0: Sipping and slipping into despair. Right.
1: That was an act two. That was act two, yeah. he, he totally was about... Like, he wasn't... What what was sad about it was that he was not supportive and really encouraging her. He was initially she was trying to but she move was forward. she
0: was being led astray by a zealous producer. Right. And that's what happened. look at what look at Pink.
1: That happens all the time. Think of what
0: happened to Pink when she first came out, right? They tried to make Pink this white super hip hop chick. And Pink had a voice. She had right. an actual voice. And it would have got lost if she didn't break from that. And mm-hmm. then look at who pink is. Pink is rock, pop, rap, just badass.
1: But well, now she's just rock, basically but okay. No,
0: but I mean, she also is like a little, she tries to do a little soulish type stuff. but Eventually. she's she is like the independent girl's like, yeah, sound, her voice. Yeah. but she wouldn't have been that had she been stuck in the age in the SWV's of the world right,
1: britney, would, and, and the,
2: into right. britney and falling the britney and cuz she was world. the white
0: girl with the blue-eyed soul right. you know and she would just got stuck with the rest of them yeah. Yeah. and it's a good thing she broke free cuz she knew ellie reed
1: yeah she knew it was it ellie reed was trying her.
0: to sell her down a river
1: but you know it's it's kind of interesting like i said that's why this movie works and why move worked over the generations. Right. Because this same story can be told 20 years from now.
0: It can be told 20 years. what's the saying? It's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing new original. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, it's sure. never what you do but how it's done. And Bradley Cooper really turned this on its head in terms of taking it and making it his own. Can I just mention, there was one scene that blew me away as well. That tragic scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the garage. In the garage, I'm not going to say anything more. But the sh- the strolling, flashing lights on the trees after that was doing that. Do you remember that? It was like multiple colors and it was just like strobing. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful and took you out of the element and gave you some time to like really invest and take stock. Because by then you could slip into to despair.
1: Yeah.
0: But gave you a minute to breathe.
1: I, I one of, this is one of the movies I recommend highly recommend of this time because it was just one of those. It's a classic movie. It's an
0: Oscar film, and, guaranteed. Oh Him, yeah, there will definitely Best director, best actor for actress for Lady Gaga because we've already known Lady Gaga was the shit from um, American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah, um, but. And we also know Bradley Cooper is amazing, but we know they're getting director, actor, Absolutely. picture
1: and he'll, he'll song. And even best actor. In the songs, I thought the songs were amazing. The
0: songs were amazing. And, I, and, and it's not even my type of music. It,
1: but the songs were but amazing the songs were really and she good. delivered on them and and their duets were great. And,
0: and her last song at the yeah. end? Yes. All right. I am not a sensitive chick like that. Sometimes, okay. But she crying. Oh, I felt, I was like, where's the salty discharge? Because I really felt like crying <laughs> Those right are called
1: now. called tears. Yeah, I
0: was feeling tears. the tears, but they didn't come. <laughs>
1: she doesn't um, even know what they're called, but they're I called just, tears. I
0: don't know. Sometimes I got them, but right now I just was like, who bitch should I be crying? Because oh, <laughs> yeah. it, it felt the way. You it cried. Felt the
1: way. You cried.
0: I cry. I cry occasionally. You cried. Sometimes. But
1: yeah, I would definitely recommend seeing this movie.
0: Highly recommend seeing. Listen it
1: Listen to the soundtrack on whatever your devices are. Absolutely, just, it's on Spotify. I'm Absolutely. sure it's on iTunes.
0: Absolutely. It's a really good song. It's a really good album. And also, they have like little sneak peeks from the film, like little dialogue clips. Oh, for each show. And by
1: the way, Andrew Dice Clay. I cannot. A- forget Andrew about Dice him. Clay. Nice. So he was in it, and you would be surprised. Father. You, so good.
0: He's he's his calling is drama. Yes, it is. His calling is drama. Say the fuck out of comedy. So good. Your calling he, is drama. Because his one liners work,
1: but his, it was really about his but dramatic also, turn.
0: His his whole image. Yes. Also, what the fuck happened to his eye? But his whole image, like, <sighs> is is just. He needs to keep doing drama. Keep yes. doing just keep, serious keep trauma, acting. traumatic drama. Yeah. All this works.
1: Absolutely. I think it's great. Absolutely.
0: I think this all works out well. So I think it works out well. So Star is really good. And I think that if you're really interested in everything we've been talking about, I think you should check it out if you're a fan of Gaga, if you're a fan of Cooper. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you've been a fan of this in the past, this uh, this film... Yeah, Go check that. it out. I think you would really appreciate what they've done to it. I mean, there's been some really interesting perspectives. I think in terms of like the shots of Gaga, really sort of mimicking what Streisand
1: yeah, for sure, and, and uh, imagery look like,
0: right? With Chris Christopherson. So I think check it out. It's far worth it. But. Fair warning, bring your tissues.
1: Oh yeah, it's a tearjerker. Because it is a tearjerker, especially by the end. And listen, the soundtrack. Nan- listen, to,
0: and the listen soundtrack. to the soundtrack. I mean, it's on Spotify, and they, like I said before, they incorporate the dialogue, so you you have this sort of like nice set of perspectives between each and individual, each and every individual track.
1: Yeah. And you know, I like the fact that Bradley Cooker took the time to learn how to play the guitar. I appreciate all that sing. he did. He because. I know it's a lot to actually direct the film and to take the time to do both. Oh, fantastic. That, I mean, that's incredible. It, it's
0: a lot to even be in the film yourself right. and then shoot it. And then produce it and write it and be a part of it in all the ways he you totally had to be. He immersed be. himself. He immersed himself entirely and mm-hmm. thus we became immersed. So, Bradley, good luck. Shout out to you and I'm looking forward to your next films. you deserve something this Oscar season. Hopefully, Clint Eastwood doesn't slide in and slit your throat.
2: Cause he's got
0: a film coming out called Mute. I mean, called Mule. Yeah. That looks pretty good. And yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. they love old white Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. You might lose, but you're young.
1: Yeah. He will die. There'll be more. There'll be more for you to do. God, you killing Clint Eastwood off?
0: I mean, oh listen. He he looks ninety two in this fucking film.
1: Cause he is 92. He's so
0: pasty, thin, white. It looks like he could blow away with a stiff wind. I'm just saying This is These are facts
1: right, So speaking of stiff wind, Let's go to Hollywood <laughs> Let's go to Halloween doo, doo, doo. Let's go Okay. us
0: Halloween So Halloween um, Alright so this is sort of like It takes off mid mid, Like sort of What two three By episode, well, episode By episode By second or third sequel It's about No it's
1: actually the first It's the end of the first sequel It's, it's the like second a It's supposed
0: to be the sequel to the first yes. Alright so Laurie Strode uh, confronts her longtime foe, Michael Myers, the mass figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night uh, four decades ago and continues today.
1: So, so we've had 40 years of this bullshit. So we've had 40 years of
0: a, of a series of a variety of films because Laurie Strode actually popped up again bef- in H2O. Yeah, H2O or something. She had a son. Um, Where did but that son go? But he disappeared because they're saying like that. That whole storyline is not the storyline.
1: So they just they changed it. This is
0: supposed to be her forty, 40 years later, a, a new reimagining, a new sequel. Right. Uh, listen, Vaughn hated it, but I'm a fucking Halloween fan. I
1: didn't hate it. <laughs> I just. I needed closure of it, and I think the film brought us closure. Right. I like the fact that she fought for herself and she fought for her family. She
0: was a badass. That's what Jamie wanted her to What J. I, I did discover. not
1: like is the fact that her family, being her daughter, her treated daughter her, her like she was some crazy lunatic. Yeah. When if, you're, if your mother experienced this kind of trauma. Right. There is no way you're going to just be, oh, I'm going to be hearts and flowers. I think she was
0: really just trying to hide what she was
1: already feeling as well. Because she
0: was like, the world is full of light and flowers and Yeah, because she was trying to find a
1: positive because she she was dealing with a parent who was dealing with PTSD. She had had PTSD. And there are a lot of kids who deal with a parent who are, you know, dealing with abuse issues, who are dealing with like a- a Mental illness. Drug issues and all kinds of things. And this is kind of what it manifested. And I think that it, it's interesting to see that we got right. to see Laurie in what would actually happen to a person. What would actually happen to a person were if they would kind of obsess
0: trauma. with this trauma for 14 because years? Because you would
1: always be worried about the killer being outside your door. And she was Especially because you know was he ready. was alive right. in some kind of mental hospital somewhere. Because yeah. there's always a potential of them getting out or being set free. Well,
0: so then she traumatized her daughter by making her be as prepared. To- as prepared as she was. yeah. So they were like preppers, you know? Yeah. It was, like just, it was a, a sadness a to their
1: family. It was Because a I never felt like they were happy in any And they point. never really lived. And what happened to the husband? He murdered. No, Laurie's husband. Oh, who knows? They never mentioned. He don't even get mentioned.
0: He never got mentioned it, ever in any of the series.
1: It's just like, well, where did these? Like, how did all this happen? These miraculous like, man. It would have just been some. That, so, it, like, <laughs> what happens? Like, well, where, where did he go? That that. And then these why disappeared? And my problem with this movie: Why were the men so fucking stupid in this movie? I don't know. This is that Me Too bullshit. Because hey, how easy on the, the bullshit. It's not bullshit. This is that Me Too bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Why were the men so marginalized but does, in this but movie? what does that have you to do have, with Me Too bullshit? Because it's Me Too bullshit. No, Me, me again, Too has an men actual are state. marginalizing being marginalized in this movie. But
0: Me Too does not marginalize men. Yes, me Too helps does, women who have been raped and abused to okay. come out but guess and what? speak their, their there truth. There were
1: men who were uh, raped and abused too. Okay, but and they what? have
0: also been mentioned in the Me Too movement. This but has nothing this, to do with Me Too this, bullshit. Yes,
1: does if you
0: want to say that they handicapped men How? and made men. And and this, if you want to say this is a man hating film, by all it means is totally I will give you that. Right, I'll give but you that don't then. equate
1: that with me too. All right. It's totally different. Okay, so let's call it man hating movie. Absolutely. Go ahead if that's what you want to do. Because you had cops who okay, the one lead cop, he was right. there from the very beginning. Right. How he get killed how does this happen? What's the fucking slasher who film? Who fuck was this black guy? Nothing is reality based. Who the fuck was this black guy with the cowboy hat? <laughs> who the fuck was he? He was an idiot from the first frame. I don't disagree. How how the fuck do you even have a job, where you don't even understand He's all these things? He's a stupid sheriff of
0: the town. I mean, then he wasn't you, even the sheriff of the town. He was like the head of the state or troopers or some shit like that.
1: Bullshit. And then you had okay, then the documentarian and and his assistant.
0: Yes, the, of the, course they were initial sacrificial. The first. There's always has to be an initial. I was sacrificial like win. okay.
1: Are you not smart? You've studied this man. Right. Because this is part of that whole, you know, that whole um, Netflix, the the murder where they're tracking this murderer in this case and they're trying to yeah, figure they out Yeah, they were bloggers who were like, you know, they know, tra- documentarians. They,
0: yeah, but they were bloggers and documentarians who tracked real life murders and then went back and like tried to figure out who they were, whatever, found you, footage. You, you
1: find yourself interviewing this nut job in the mental hospital. Yes. And you don't prepare yourself. You don't even try to think that you need to protect yourself from anything. You just move through life. Oh, my God. Everything is fine. (laughs) The only smart person in this entire movie was Laurie Stokes.
0: Yeah. Laurie Strode was uh, absolutely Laurie Strode. How how does that happen? Because it's her film. It's her vehicle.
1: Okay. And they
0: said they do this from the very beginning. This was no surprise. It was her vehicle from the very beginning.
1: And that's the disconnect for me from the first one. Because I fine. saw the first one where he was just out But it was her movie
0: him. as well in okay, the first one. she He took over the first half and she took over the second half. It's very much like Psycho. The heroine gets killed at the beginning and then you find out the story is really about the, the villain. Same thing here. You think it's about the 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 killer and really it's about the victim. And how she rolls through the punches of the bullshit. I mean, it was just, I didn't think this was to be taken too seriously. I Going into it, I thought the story would not be linear. I didn't think there would be a hell of a lot of connections. Though I was surprised about the connections that did exist because they did um, the dispel some of know. the yeah. myths that had yeah. existed within oh, yeah. the series. About like, being the Michael was his sister. They dispelled that. They right. also um, mirrored a lot of like you said paid homage to a lot of the original footage that mm-hmm. that Carpenter originally shot. So the 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 reflective image in the in the in the window um, him walking in and out of people's houses, myriad ways in which he killed people, um, those scenes were all sort of like homages yeah, to sure. the original film. And as a as a fan, I really did appreciate them because they did them in such a way that uh, the new millennials and the Zs could, like, understand what's happening, but yet see classical cinema, classical horror cinema in the way it was originally shot.
1: What I like was all the footage of, like, 1978 stuff that people were right. watching on TV. Right,
0: so whatever. it was sort of, like, that mirroring.
1: A, I don't know if anybody will know that, because there's a lot of people. We're so far away from that now. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, I think I think if people are interested, they would find out. But the thing is, is that they were trying to reinvent the wheel within the space in which most things are saw-like. These kids, listen, there are kids in in my in my office that were like, oh, that shit wasn't scary. It wasn't meant to be horrifically scary. The original slasher flicks weren't horrifically scary. They had jump scares, and they had different things, and they had this sort of, like, ideology. No sex, no drugs, uh, stay vigilant, and you'll stay alive. That's what the Saw, I mean, the Scream movies were all about, right? They had these rules to follow. And then the same rules applied in this, as well. My
1: favorite character in this whole movie was the black little boy. Mine too he was because my first of
0: all, I like that they modernized him because he was like,
1: fuck this, I'm out of here. He right.
0: literally was I mean, like that would
1: be you, Tawana, because there would be no movie Oh, you. there
0: would be no movie. I don't even fuck with a horror with a with a fucking haunted house. Yeah. That wouldn't be you. I don't play games with real shit in real life. Yeah. He he was like, I'm out of here. Bye. If it's not on the screen, I'm gonna
1: fucking he, he left his baby. He was sitter, like bitch
0: like, he was like, bitch, you I'm gonna tell my mama you be smoking dope. And fucking no, in and the out. best
1: part was he sent that other dude in there to get killed. Yeah, he, was, he like, was like, "Send him." You need to go get her. You need to go get her. I'm out. I'm you out. You need to go get her, and that was the best part uh, of the movie. Right? Black children. But, You know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's it's nostalgic. I think it was it's, it's fun. All those it's
0: nostalgic. I thought I thought in terms of like the creativity of it. They had some really good edits. They had some really good shoots. Um, I thought it was shot really well. Um, we actually saw it in the Adobe uh, Cinema, yes. where the seats vibrate. Um, I'm sorry, reverberate. So yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, apparently you can only see that in the city and in uh, Jersey. It's the only that they have these theaters. So I'm sure, so I'm sure that I mean, if you find Adobe Cinema, cinema, yeah, sure. go see it because it's a great way to see movies. It kind of makes it like a 4D experience. Yeah, but I mean, uh, ultimately, if you're looking for something fun and just like horror esque. You know what I mean? Death scenes, you know, a little bit of history. I'm loving it. Check it out. What could it hurt?
1: Go, Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Go Jamie Lee. Team J. All day. Next.
1: Let's talk about the hate you the get. The
0: hate you get. Vaughn, please. Actually, shall I do a little synopsis?
1: Please
2: give us a synopsis. I just wanna I just want trigger warning. The uh <laughs> The audience right now, there are going to be two divergent views of this film. Absolutely. And we will see those played out in a spirited fashion for the next 15 minutes. We
0: are two black people with serious conversation to have.
2: And Ooh. I am I'm just going to walk, open the door, walk out of the room, and just lock that shit behind yeah.
0: me. <laughs> You'll be fine, Alex. You've been around us enough. All right, so the hate you give. Uh, our main character, Star, witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend, Khalil, at the hands of a police officer. Now facing pressure from all sides of the community, Star must find her voice and stand up for what she thinks is right. Vaughn,
1: please. I'm, I'm taking a pause because You're I taking need. Taking a pause? I need. Um, I want to start with you, Tawana. You want to start with me? Okay. I think that. One, this is a good example of why the podcast works and, and why one, why we're friends. Right. Because we, we we approach things and we look at things in a, in a totally different view half the time. You have one opinion, I have another. But I think that the purpose of, of conversation and discussion in, in, in everything that we do right. is about the fact that we can come together on a discussion. So Yeah,
0: we have witty banter. That's yes. what makes the show
1: fun. And even ugly banter. <laughs> But no, the no, good no, thing no, is... No, No, it's sometimes ugly, but we ain't, uh, we ain't gotta We do be that like, here. fuck you, bitch. I yeah, want you to fuck die. fuck you. I want you to die. We're not like... <laughs> no, that's just for you Alex. You should
0: die in like everybody else. Yeah, like, that's no, just for that's, Alex. But, um, we're not disrespectful.
1: But, um, but seriously, I what I... This is a... First of all, this is a teen book that was a adapted YA. for the screen. Mm-hmm. Shot by a black director.
0: Written by a white woman, but the book was this, shot. Written by a black lady.
1: Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. I don't. I don't necessarily think that that really matters.
0: That does matter. No, it
1: not necessarily does matter all the goddamn time. Maybe not all the
0: time. The point. The
1: point I'm making here is that the the point of this story, and I and and Tawana and I disagree because for me it was about the girl's journey, Mm -hmm. and and her learning to decide what she was going to do and how she was going to stand up for her friend right. in a bad situation. And what I loved about this story and if and I wish these books were around when I was a teenager because she was dealing with with the complexities of her life. She was she grew up in the hood She was taken out of the hood and and, and put in a private school institution because her parents wanted to take care of her and make sure she was going to be okay. They wanted to make sure she was educated and that she was going to stay alive, even though she lived in the hood. Mm -hmm. Okay, and there's, there's that whole dynamic and the fact that she had to play multiple roles in her own life. We, and we
0: all do. We all really usually we all play, those games. play this dual. We we all
1: play those games in in dual consciousness. But it was what I loved about this, and I loved how the actress played it. What was the actress' name? Amanda Lindenberg. I love her, and she's been around. I she's did. been around since the Hunger Games. She was in another movie where she had some superpowers a couple of, a couple of months ago. Yeah,
0: she, the, the darkest minds.
1: Whatever it was, she is the breakout here. She and Khalil, actually. They're the breakouts. Khalil and,
0: ain't in it, but a circle. But
1: he used the breakout. There was were the, scenes... LG Smith. Their scenes were the most powerful in this entire time. Because they were very real. They were very authentic. They, there was a power in them. Because you had to feel for Khalil in order to move us through this film. And his time on the screen... Was very valuable. Yes, I
0: agree. And
1: I'm gonna give him all of that, and I want he him to do actor. some. I want him to do some great work. There was he something about it. There was something that about him that reminded me of Juice from back mm-hmm. in the day. I was, I was. There was there was some moments he in there.
0: In New Edition, Detroit. He's done a lot of stuff. Bobby Brown. Oh, he's been on a lot of yeah,
1: all that stuff. stuff. A lot of BTS. But stuff. there was there was some there was some moments in there that reminded me of, um, what's his name? Please don't say Tupac. No, I don't give a fuck about Tupac. I'm what? not talking about Tupac. I'm talking about the actor. Um, we're talking about actors now. Tupac was not an actor.
0: Tupac
1: was He's not an actor. an actor. He's a rapper. No, he
0: was an actor.
1: He's not an actor. He, He's a rapper. But
0: that's your personal opinion. He He's was an a actual rapper. actor who was Whatever. actually very good at what he did. He was good in
1: Juice. Yes, he was.
0: Several other films.
1: Juice. Got it. But I'm talking about the other guy. Um, I don't know. Dark skin. He was in some horror movies too. He, he died in screen with Jada Pinkett. What's his name? Omar Epps. Omar Epps. There you go. This guy reminds me of Omar Epps, but a better actor than Omar Epps is. But the point is, this girl, it was about her journey and her family. What I loved about this movie the most was the fact that we actually saw a black family where you had a mother, a father, the kids, and how they were going to try to keep their kids alive in a bad situation. And there was so much purity in that, and how, how they were hit. The father was like, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to stay alive. We're going to deal with bad situations. And, you know, it, it, and it was about the community. The community was what was so strong in this movie. I don't care about the cops. I don't care about all this But they this, drug this film
0: about hold on, the cops. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How, how can I you I don't not?
1: care about that because what, what solidifies this movie was the relationship in the family and the relationship actually with her friends. She saw who her real friends were, including her white boyfriend. She saw that based on how she was treated after this tragic incident happens. And Khalil was the cornerstone of that. Okay. So you had you went from them being young children to being teenagers. She had already seen a loss of her other childhood friend being killed in in street violence, just stray bullets and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You already saw that. Okay. So just imagine this young girl living through all of that, being successful in her life because her parents were the enforcers of Regardless of what you're experiencing, you are still going to be a success. That is what drew me to this movie. And I actually didn't want to see it based on Tawana's critique earlier. I didn't want to see it because I was like, I'm I'm really kind of tired of those same tropes. But once I saw this film and how this young lady portrayed that character, because she was obviously tormented by the fact that she wanted to do right by her friend.
0: Agreed.
1: And she wanted to survive it. Because you know when you live in a community where you have to pay the, play the safety card. You have to protect your family. You have to protect yourself. You have to, you have to do the right thing for your community. Okay. She was conflicted by that in her family. And, and what, I, what I loved about the mother was the fact that she her goal was, I'm going to protect my family by any means necessary. the mother's role
0: was useless in this
1: but one. But she said, I'm going to protect the my family. The
0: father was fantastic, man.
1: I'm going to protect my family. She was a mother 100%, and she was going to do what she had to do. She was like, you're not going to say anything. You're going to be quiet. The father, on the other hand, said, I need you to have your voice. I need you to speak your truth. And he was the one who pushed her based on his teachings of her and the rest of her siblings, that you have to do the right thing. If it was not for him, she would not have done that. And what we don't get to see in a lot of films today is that force in the family. I Just having that black man there to tell her, even on just, just telling him how to survive, because a lot of uh, what folks don't understand as black people living in America, we have to know how to navigate this racist-ass country we live in. And we live with a, with, a, with institutions that are set up for us to fail as black people. So you have the police, you have the justice system, you have the correction system. All those things are really set up for us to fail. And for us to lead right system. into one. Absolutely. School too. They're all set up for us to fail.
0: This, systematic. Racism.
1: This family, at the end of the day, was prepared for that. And I and and that's what I liked about this movie. And considering the fact that she had to try to find her way in it, and even when she thought she would be safe in her in her private school, living in this safe community, she had her little friend, she was playing basketball, she was doing her thing. In that world... She
0: had an awakening.
1: She still had to live in her own community. Absolutely. And that was the... But
0: we all do that.
1: That was the beauty of it. And I think that you don't have many films that show that. I agree. And one, I love the fact that one, it was told from the perspective of a young girl. Okay. And not a guy, not a dude. It was about her experience and how she navigated. It. And it's just like, and finding that place. She, to me just watching her performance. It was just there were so many moments where the camera sat with her and she was just kind of you could feel her energy throughout the entire performance. And people were like and when I saw it at a screening last night, because I saw it last night, there were people who were just so moved by her and there were kids in the audience who were just and they were telling their parents, Oh, I understand how they I understand if she feels I feel that same thing because you deal in a situation where life isn't always as clean and as cut as as you want it to be, and things happen to people. And you know people. You know people who have died in street violence. You know people who've died in, in tragedy. You know people who've been killed by police. You know what I mean? And there was there was just so many moments in this film, and then you you have to teeter totter between how you feel like with your friends and your and your and your but environment.
0: I get all this. And I'm agreeing with you at the beginning, but explain to me the end because the, the the dispute between us is not about how the girl was betrayed at the beginning, and it is not the the nuggets and gems they they actually put forth at the beginning because Mm -hmm. a lot of what the father had to say was good. A Mm -hmm. lot about what Khalil Khalil had to say was good, especially about Pac. A lot of what what Maverick, the father, had to say, which he's actually a good actor too. Yeah, he is. um, Hornsby. Hornsby, yeah. um, Was all good. But here's where my problem lies. We put all these things forward. We invest in the character. And then they turned it on us this is where my problem lies this girl was some had all even the things she had to say about the drug dealers on camera about things that she had to say about drugs in the neighborhood and where jobs come from the hypocrisy about the police was even pulled out with her uncle yet nothing ...got resolved. I don't expect them to resolve police brutality in the film. But I do expect them to not blame us for our own oppression. By blaming... by not blaming the police. That was not done past him shooting this kid. After that, it's like they dropped the ball. She went to a fucking rally with her brother with broken ribs... ...and they called it the day, tied it up a neat little fucking bow, and that's it. That's my problem here. They blame black-on-black crime, They did, which is bullshit... Then they did this whole thing about telling us how this one drug dealer was the root of this all evil. It may have been the root of one situation, but it is not the root of all of it. And at some point, they should have not put these nuggets out like these are the problems of the black community. And these are the things that hurt us. And these are the things that institutionalize us. And then not at the end wrap it up in this pretty little gentrified bow. That was the problem. Well... You can't homogenize it into this gentrified little piece of shit. It doesn't end in this
1: pretty ball. What I saw at the end of the movie was not about that. Because Mm -hmm. what really happened, because what you saw was that. What I saw was the mother and her impact on it. Because remember throughout the film, she was trying to leave the community. Her whole whole thing was, I'm going to keep my family safe. I'm going to keep my kids safe. We're going to move out of this bullshit. We're going to live in a different place. And we don't have to worry about this anymore. What was resolute in this film, one, was that Star was going to accept herself for all of herself. She wasn't going to be Star 2.0 and and all this other stuff. She was going to be who she was and live in an authentic space. Regardless of whether she was at this private school dating this white guy and living her life that way, She was going to be all of those things in one space, okay? She was going to be the activist that she was, and she was going to be this girl. But the other biggest point of this whole thing was the black family was going to stay within the black community and keep that going. The father was going to have his business there. The the community was going to exist. They were going to rise above all the bullshit. Yes, shit was still going to happen to them. Yes, there was going to be another shooting from some crazy ass cop. None of that was going to be changed. We cannot change that right, in a movie. but then don't hold institute on, on, that hold in a film. On, hold on. Don't introduce hold introduce on, that hold hold into on. a film if you're not going to do on, anything. Hold on. There was never going to be a resolution to don't, it. Then there don't. Then don't put gonna it, be it that.
0: in a film.
1: It's gonna be. That was the cornerstone of the film. Well,
0: then you always gotta have the crime. How do you resolve? We don't. We live in a world where
1: we live in a world where that happens.
0: Every day, I understand While that Vaughn, but the point about this is now it's fun. still happening. But the point is, they put this forward as also mimicking it as a Black Lives Matter film, right? So all the iconography on Issa Rae's shirt and all the things that they said and all the things that they did was making it sort of like a Black Lives Matter movie, which Black Lives actually dispels this movie doesn't even agree and, with and what they is, did, that totally and that's fine. fine. But see, the thing that is, is, is totally if you fine. don't introduce that into the film to bring people in. And then say, I'm just using this as a ploy to bring you in. It doesn't, it doesn't resolve
1: the issues. It was you can't. Brought, they're not going to resolve the issues. They in don't film. have to resolve it's the like black they resolve cop. the issues in the book. They, listen they're to me. They're not going to do that. Then the you whole don't of this introduce movie, that. No, no. They had to introduce it because you needed the conflict. Okay, so the, use the conflict. The but, but at some point, was,
0: the conflict has to resolve itself. It's you cannot do an itself. institutionalized resolution. The whole resolution, point was that they're not resolve it.
1: But listen. Did you hear what Common said? Yes. Did you hear what Common said? Common Absolutely had the did. most power for my life. And
0: why didn't they expound on that? There was nothing to be said. This what, is how they're how trained. that nothing to be said. This okay. Is how they were and so nothing more came of it. So the cop is okay. We should go back to saying cops are our heroes. No. And that's never, what they did but at the no, end with that they little did boy. Not, that's exactly say what they, that they did. The cops are and we're supposed to just why say, do you think
1: that they said the cops are heroes?
0: Listen. Why do you think that at the end? Nothing was said about the cops, and also, in addition, they just literally said, "Okay, so we're supposed to go back to let's call the cops to resolve this evil drug dealer in our neighborhood." No, no snitching rules in effect. But that's not. But that's and not we'll how that from played there. out. That is how they no, played out. No. They wrapped it up in a pretty no, bow. No. Oh, we told the neighborhood told on this bad drug dealer. The cops took him away. The no snitching rule is in effect, and now we can all go back to living our lives. No.
1: But that's not how it really works. That is worked. how it went. But, but that, that's how that, they portrayed it. That's not how it works. Exactly, but, no, but that's how they portrayed it. I, no, I this don't This is what I'm saying to way. you. Because they had to have... How can you have a situation where... And I, I don't want to spoil it if anybody.
0: I will fucking spoil it. You swear. have
1: this damn building burning up. People see this shit. The cops are there. How can you not say you? The cops actually see what's happening. It's not like they tied it up in no boat. They did tie it up would in would a boat. They it. would have killed that fucking kid in real life. They would have murdered that baby on the street and
0: his sister and his fucking father <laughs> well, too. And none of that was real realistically at, based. First of it all, it was very disney Tawana, based. Tawana, you can't Tawana wrap it up at the end.
1: It's a teen book.
0: It doesn't matter. They're not
1: gonna. They're not gonna.
0: It doesn't you matter. Kid being Don't ripped up with bullets. Don't start the conversation. They're not gonna do that. That. You're not really going to finish it. No,
1: nope. no, nope. I totally disagree. You're, you're, you're in this Cosby was, bullshit.
0: Nobody is living you know, this pr- pretty little life.
1: It's a book that was turned into a movie by
0: a white woman it, okay. who couldn't have actually known what was happening. Okay,
1: but she still told a story.
0: She still told a false story. She
1: told a story. She
0: told a false story. She told a story. And if you're going to, if you're going to make references to actual, existent organizations, you can't then turn it on its head and make it pretty. You can't just say like, oh, this is black. This is a uh, uh, Black Lives Matter esque film, and then Black Lives are not anti-cop.
1: But it's not a Black Lives Matter but film. But that's
0: how they toted it.
1: It's not a Black Lives but Matter Google film. But Google it. It's about the girl. Google it. It's about the girl and her <coughs> Google family. it. This is how it is, they
0: toted the film. It
1: is not about that. Right, that's but that's what, what, what you're
0: saying. But that's how they advertised it, regardless of what you one, saw. This is what advertised to this one, is what the film was advertised. What I'm
1: saying is, you Am can interpret it the way you I'm want to. I'm not interpreting it. Yes, Google. you are. No, Google you're it. actually interpreting it that way. Google it based on your because own experience. Actual but what I writers know,
0: are writing, I get it. That Black Lives Matter are upset because this film is I'm not sure anti-cop. I'm sure they are.
1: I'm sure they are. But, but that's spun. We already know that we're not going to win when it comes to the cops in this country. We, as black people, already know that. But you don't even Your father see, is the cop.
0: Right. And you don't even see how things are spun. No, I get how it's spun.
1: But guess what? It's not about that. This but whole film has not been about it, that. And that's
0: how they start the film off great, but spun it to something else.
1: But guess what? The film is not about the cops. We already know... So how did
0: they start the film?
1: We already know... What is know. the film about? We already know... So
0: we're supposed to forget about this boy that got killed?
1: No, we're not going to forget because about him. Because that's what
0: the film told us. Forget nope, about no. him. Because by the end, no. it was done. It was only about her loving her friend. No. But never nope, mind nope. the realization if is it that wasn't we we're supposed for to do this for whole her,
1: thing. If it wasn't for her loving Khalil and wanting to fight for Khalil's justice, there wouldn't be any film. She could have easily said... Oh, I'm not going to testify to the, the grand jury. She could easily, as a character, she could have said, Oh, I'm not going to do it.
0: But she also said a lot of stuff about this black guy. Listen, for me, this film just has this whole thing about how you're just hitting the audience over the head with this the black communities are to save, are saved when black folks just rally together against uh, murderous cops. I just don't believe that. It can't possibly be. You don't major. believe
1: we can rally together?
0: No, we're not rallying together against these racist cops, and but and ra- ra- I'm sorry, so what were they together rallying against together against murderous for? cops, but against neighborhood drug dealers. The neighborhood drug dealers were the bad guys at the end of the film. That was a bad guy throughout the whole film, because the film started with this guy getting murdered. So that was a bad guy.
1: Tawana, this bad guy actually was going to kill his own son. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think he's a hero? Is he the hero? He's not the hero. Is but he the hero? they
0: spun it to be he is the villain of the whole film. And we forgot about the cop.
1: We didn't forget about the cop. We
0: absolutely forgot How about the cop. How can we forget about the cop? They never mentioned it after that round. That's
1: an ongoing thing. Right. We're never going to forget about the cops. So what? we're
0: supposed to distrust the cops. No. Say there is
1: nothing in this film that says we're supposed to trust the Yes,
0: it is. The How? no snitching rule is supposed to protect us from, from the drug dealers kings of the world.
1: The no snitching rule just gets people killed. We've seen that over and over again. There have been people not snitching forever. And guess what? People who get killed by bullshit still get killed by bullshit. And us not snitching is not going to save them. It ain't going to do anything for the cops. It's just going to keep another murderer from fucking going to jail. And there being justice for people who were killed or mistreated by whatever reason. No snitching is not... Oh, okay. Well, if you don't snitch, but it's what about I'm the cops. saying
0: is that's how they tried to spin it. They but forgot about the cop.
1: No, and they it did was not like, well, the cop. Just turn what they it said over. about the cop was this is what actually happens. But that's how many your times, perspective. How many times do we see cops get away with bullshit where they kill? But people But that is every your day.
0: perspective. That is how they spun it at the end. You're not gonna tell me you're just gonna forget about everything, and we're just supposed to go, oh no, it's you know. I'm okay with it now that this but one dealer was off the But they never said that they were
1: okay with it.
0: Yes, they did. They said so the neighborhood went back to order because after we did we removed the no snitching rule, King went to jail. And we were just supposed to go back to living okay. But this boy this boy never got anything. We totally forgot about that guy as a character. Forgot about him as a character. He only introduces back into it at the very end when she has this whole thing about you know it's because of the hate you give. It's about the it's not about the hate you give the hate we give. She had this whole thing at the end where she tied it up with this pretty little bow in this room. You can't end a film that way, whether it's well, Y A or not. You can. Whether it's Y A or not.
1: Because Khalil actually lives in her brother.
0: No. That's, that's Khalil actually lives in her he brother. He doesn't live in her brother. Yeah, you he are does. reaching beyond reaching. He does. He doesn't. He, does. he doesn't live because in her brother. You know what?
1: Because Khalil, at the end of the day, and and I don't. Yes, he's a tragic character because he had to die. But at the end of the day, he actually had his vision was to, from my perspective, he was doing what he had to do to one survive in his community, to take care of his grandmother. And he was doing that. He saw this is this is my out. And what this film laid out through the father and Khalil and even uh, whatever um, King Kings King, they were doing what they had to do to survive in their community.
0: Exactly. Okay,
1: and it's not positive at, or negative. But
0: then at the end, they spurn them into the evil guys. No. He wasn't the evil drug dealer that King to get was rid the of? evil
1: guy because King actually tried to, rally, to kill his own kid. But we had
0: to rally together with the murderous cops to get rid of the evil drug dealers when actuality it's also the cops. We're supposed to believe in the cops now at the end of this film.
1: No. That's I, what they're no, they trying to get us to believe. I don't I don't believe that. I think that we also know that we have cops in our communities, black, white, so on and so forth. Just like the confrontation with the with the protesters, with the black cop who was standing there. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Why are you on, not on this side? There's always gonna be black cops. Your own father is a cop. So how do you? What does that
0: have to do how with anything?
1: To, but, but once again, they're still cops.
0: So if you end?
1: paint if you paint all cops in the same brush, you're also painting your own. I'm so not painting on cops. How does to that brush,
0: But I'm saying within the context of this of this film. Right. They're but, not regulating the cops that are doing bad.
1: But guess what? They never going to do that. They're right. literally so never going to. don't do that.
0: start the conversation. And then let it drift off to being actually the drug dealer's problem. And the neighborhood should rally together to get rid of this evil drug dealer. And work So what would you want? Would
1: you want the drug dealer to just succeed and kill a bunch of folks and kill his own son? No, and but so on that is
0: not. They try to make it like a black-on-black black crime thing at the end. And in fact, there's no black-on-black black crime. So everybody, so if Alex shoots a fucking white guy, that's white-on-white white crime? There's never any white-on-white white crime or any Asian-on-Asian Asian crime. Mm-hmm. And that's what they try to give us at the end. Also, black on black crime. Get the fuck out of here with that.
1: And I get that. I get that. And that's what they tried to do
0: at the end.
1: But once again, there were moments in there where you got to see multiple sides of this story. I
0: don't dispute that. I told you the beginning was fine. They wrapped it up
1: horribly. Well, how would you have liked it to end?
0: I would have liked it to end with some sort of, not just like, Oh, and so we just got rid of all this and we got rid of all that. If you want to focus on just her doing her thing, they could have left the part out where this guy was all arrested and it was this whole big thing where the drug dealer was wrong and this is wrong. We're not going to work together to eliminate criminals. We need to work together within our community to do more, to eliminate systematic issues.
1: Well, how is the film actually going to do that?
0: Well, then don't. It, here's my point.
1: How is the film going to do that? Because let's First stay in of the all, film.
0: The film should not. It was in the film. Why do you keep acting like I'm saying something that's not in the film? But how
1: is the film? They gonna instituted. Wrap this up to you? It,
0: they inst. They introduced this in the film. Mm-hmm. They introduced all these ideologies in the film. You're just dropping nuggets, gems, and then at the end you're like, nope. This is what we're gonna do. You can't just. Open up all these doors and just leave them open. This is my
1: point.: Well,
0: I'm sorry, at the end of this film, I was highly upset. I felt angry.: So felt what did unsure. you think was going to happen? I felt me- misunderstood. What were you? Felt what did you feel by misunderstood things, by? Many things um, What did I feel well, mis- misunderstood by what would
1: you Why did you feel misunderstood? What was the, what was the point?
0: For one. Why do we not stick with all the things we've already opened up? We've opened up all these sort of like little nuggets, and we're trying to explain about um, why people sell drugs or do criminal activities because they have no jobs to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. Because systematically there's no opportunities. Okay, so we've never addressed that ever again. We're not addressing the fact that Common, who was her uncle, a black guy, was talking about how he would put a gun on a man he, found, he pulled over that was a black guy, and never do that to a white guy, ever. Mm-hmm. Why are we not expounding upon that? We just wrapped it up so she goes to a rally, finds the courage to stand, say, I saw everything, and then we're back out of it again, and we run into this whole shit with, with King, these are like subplots that didn't need to exist.
1: Okay, so so your your point And my thing is, is the, the I bet you if
0: I and I've I've spoken to people who have read this book mm-hmm. and they said the book was the writing in the screenplay was changed from the book. Yep. So we're not even looking at the actual book. Right. So we don't know what what unless you read the book and I didn't read the book. But according to the people I spoke to, things were changed. And they were like, no, that's not the feeling I had at the end of the book. That's not how I felt about what was happening. They resolved it so much better.
1: Okay. But that's the difference between a book and a screen. Right.
0: And what I'm saying to you is Fox, owned by Disney, created a very YA ending to make it so resolute and pretty beau, wrapped all up to be done. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's the answer. To the end of this film.
1: And and it probably is not. But I think that they pulled it in because at the end of the day, Fox, Disney, whoever it is who created, who is it? Fox have produced it?
0: Fox, or Disney owns it.
1: Okay. You know at the end of the day, they got to have a happy ending. No Disney movie ends. It. No Disney movie then ends without it. a happy ending.
0: Then don't make it.
1: No Disney movie is but I. The same no way book. I can call bullshit
0: on Venom and the rest of them, I can call bullshit on this. And you if you're can. not going to make a film valid, then don't fucking make it. But guess don't what? Don't advertise it as being one and having it resolve in another way. If you you're not gonna open up this Pandora's box and never, and just close it without telling us how you're closing. But
1: you do it as a filmmaker yourself. You know how they sell a trailer.
0: Exactly. The trailer is to
1: get you in the room. Which is why I'm calling bullshit. The trailer is to get you in the room. So, uh, We've seen a I'm lot of trailers. Bullshit. You too. We've seen a lot of trailers that brought us into a movie that didn't deliver on the end. Is this not the first one? This can't be the first one. No. And it won't be the last one. But what I say is that what I get from this story is this girl's journey. And that's what's important because so many times black women, especially young women, don't get to have this kind of journey on film, positive or negative. They don't get to have having
0: that. it and having it be. So what? I mean, you could say a lot of a lot of women haven't had a lot of different types of imagery put portrayed on film, but it still does not work. I mean, I'm sorry. Khalil's murder was was just fucking overshadowed too quickly for me. And then we're supposed to immediately jump into this evil drug dealer villain set up on this subtext of like black on black crime. I'm just not doing it. And then once we resolve the black on black crime, we're okay.
1: Right. No, I hear you. I that's, hear you that. To that.
0: me, that's bullshit.
1: I hear you on that. But what, what works for me in this film was the fact that the black family stayed in the community. They could have easily left that
0: okay and a lot of people that. leave their communities they because they're not left that right and a lot of people leave their communities because their communities don't work that wasn't the that wasn't the selling point of this film nobody sold this as like oh this great family this wasn't boys in the fucking hood oh no so that that was a family that oh we're trying to do all this no this was a, at the end what my problem is is ultimately portraying this message that black on c- black crime is the root of all evil It's not the fucking root of all evil. And that was the last thing you saw before you closed this fucking film. It was that, and then it was her. Mm. Doing this whole little bow. You can't do that. You can't start off as, like, Khalil is this great tragedy by this white cop and not even delve into that. They never delved into it. It was a tragedy, and then we immediately went into other things.
1: Well, I think the, the don't, issue don't is start that. the issue is they couldn't, there was a certain point in the film where they couldn't focus on the cop issue.
0: But what I'm saying is that starts because, in screenwriting like we were just saying before for the other films. Yeah, but She fucked it from the jump. But I and think, I'm sure in that book it doesn't end that way.
1: But what I think is that in the in the spectrum of this entire film, you can't live in the cop drama because, and I get why you want to see the cop there. You want to it's see Justice about, for I don't hold want on, to see Justice. On. That's what, what I, you gave me. No, but what, I, what I'm saying is I understand you want to see Justice and Closure one for Khalil's character, but the film is actually about her.
0: Vaughn, I understand that. But also, you don't take it from one point where you start it and then end it at something else.
1: I hear you on that. We weren't
0: talking about black-on-black crime. We started this film as her having a tragedy with her friend. Now, if you resolve that, through her with her friend, it doesn't have to be the cop being arrested, but it has to be her gaining some sort of insight on either way of where things fit for so you. Her don't, in life. You don't
1: think she got and insight on that?
0: She got no fucking insight. Why they not? never even they never even really showed it. What was her insight? That she understood that cops are really inherently racist because of what her uncle told her? So now did she did she look into another side and say, No cops are not inherently racist? Or did she look at it and say like cops are good people on both sides. Or did it was, it just boiled down to like, oh, this v- drug dealing guy is mad at you because you said something about him during your broadcast. Forget Khalil. Forget all the conversations you had with your uncle. Forget everything else. Let's just focus on the fact that we have overshadowed this boy's death and your tragedy with the fact that black-on-black crime is now the new pinhole.
1: But remember what happened after that. Remember what the father King was did. thrown on
0: the ground. But there remember, was a lot of there was like all of this stuff. Remember what
1: King did. See, so you seem to forget about what King did what King after would. that.
0: What did King do? That I'm forgetting. He had his
1: team shooting up their fucking house after her prom night. Right. Where they actually could have yeah. all been killed in that. What did house. I
0: just say though?
1: You could all what that did I just happened. say.
0: We overshadowed this boy's death with black on black crime. We could have tied that up, and had that been plot twist number one. And plot twist number two could have been something completely different. What? I don't know. I'm not the fucking writer of this film. And yet I have not read this book.
1: Well, I have the book here in the office. I'm going to let you have it. I'm Why don't
0: you read it up. first and tell me what no, you feel? I want feel. you to read it. Read it first and tell me what you feel is the ending of this book.
1: Because I think that, once again, they had to bring her
0: to the I revel- understand that. But the they, def- they didn't stick to was the about book. Her. If you're going to start off the right way with the book... Try and pull it in at the end. You switched. You overshadowed. That's the part I feel like you're not hearing me. There was a total overshadowing of this neighborhood drug dealer, primarily evil villain guy. I'm not disputing that he's not a bad guy because he's shooting at someone. And I'm not disputing the fact that he should be punished
1: First of all, but, he wanted to have his own son killed.
0: But well, we already know so, this. This is, I mean, you're not bringing so, up nothing new and you're not bringing anything but startling. But okay,
1: it's okay that he, he this wants is to have his own startling. son killed. startling. No. Regardless of all I, the other stuff. I just
0: said that. Regardless of all the other stuff that happened said in this movie. That he should is be Is it okay punished. that he wants to have his own but kid killed? But we shouldn't make it a black on black crime issue after we've never even said anything about this. But it was overshadowed. Don't start the film that way and overshadow it into this other piece. Now, just the end of the film should be, okay, so... So what would your end, end would be? I told you, I just told you, I can't end the film right now. I didn't read the book.
1: Now, what would your end be? Not the book, just, just the story based on what you well, saw. Well, I certainly
0: wouldn't make it about black-on-black black crime. What would it be? I don't know. Not at this not at this juncture right now. But it's not going to be on black-on-black on black crime. And I'm not going to wrap it up with no pretty little bow. We've seen movies like this not be wrapped up into no pretty bow.
1: Mm-hmm. What would they? What, what? What do you think it would be if you just had to do it right now? I don't know, if and I'm not were... gonna let
0: you put me on the spot for it.
1: <laughs> okay, I got it.
0: Because I'm, I'm now I'm annoyed by that.
1: No, so, I don't. I'm not I asking just, you to put me on the spot. I'm not, it.
0: I don't want to be put on the spot by that. That's I can't give you this absolute resolution, but I know what shouldn't be done.
1: Because I can tell you what I would would
0: have. What I would have
1: been interested to see. First of all, I would I would have seen, the cops just shooting that kid, the brother. The little boy. Mm-hmm. They'd have just railed them with bullets. Father would have been shot. Kid, little boy would have been shot. The What would have been left was the mother, the daughter, and the son. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing. Because that's what I think of as cops. Because they're not here to protect and serve us. They react to whatever action is happening in front of them. Common said it. And mm-hmm. that's what I would have expected to see. Because I literally but
0: that's more reality-based. So why are you fighting a black and black crime?
1: I literally expect to see that. Black on black crime, we've been talking about since 1970. I don't It's a bullshit title. It's just whatever. Because it's never gonna be resolved because they don't see us in that way. Exactly. But what resolutes in this movie, in this movie, is the family. That's what I take from it. I don't all that other neighborhood I bullshit and, and that's drama. That's what you all that, take from it. That's what I what take what from, I take it, and from her. it.
0: Was something different,
1: right? And I
0: just think that they overshadowed this guy entirely. This poor kid and everything that happened. Oh Khalil, yes mm. Khalil, to just make it like about the neighborhood drug dealer as the primary bad guy. It, it, that was not how it was set up. That's not how it was set up.
1: Well, I think. I think we got a Hollywood ending.
0: We got a bullshit in Hollywood. We got ending. a Hollywood ending. And what I don't like about it is it sells the wrong message.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hollywood or not, it sells the wrong message. And if you're going to touch on a subject this touchy, you have to be responsible with your content. Okay. That I do know as a filmmaker. I
1: hear you. If on you're going
0: like, to put out a perspective, the perspective must at least be true. So. Don't 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 switch up the content. Based that, on the
1: fact that we're watching a a teen,
0: right? And and and, let's and just think about it. About that. Let's put it in the well, lexicon. The they even more. Pers- let's, put even the more lexi- uh, let's put it in the lexicon. Let's put it in the lexicon
1: of Hunger Games and all these other teen Hunger Games. Films.
0: Though is is what fantasy sci-fi. But
1: but it's still in the same genre. Right. All and these so, movies are in the same genre. Right. What, Every Everything doesn't fun. tragically end at the end. What
0: you miss here is that they are actually reaching for reality in this film. They're not... This is not The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games is not, I pledge tribute and bullshit like that. That's fucking fantasy. Yeah. They are reaching for reality in this film. And whether they meant to or not, they are making certain parallels that people can say, oh, this seems like black lives matter to me. <laughs> that's not okay. Yes. Black on black crime, that's not okay.
1: So... So the, the the point we're making here. they
0: saying the root of all evil is the crime in the neighborhood. Is that the root to all evil? Right. Is that the evil guy? That's not the evil guy. He's. I'm not saying he's good. He is a bad guy. I mean, he's doing some things that aren't right. But what but also, I think.
1: But, but also me, that
0: opens a bigger conversation, doesn't it? Yes. Well how has he gotten there? And that's what has led but, him to but that. But
1: that was the other point that they also touched they on. They made they
0: made the point but didn't put a pin in it.
1: Because what leaves me here in this teen film is that it's really about missed opportunity. It's about the system holding you down mm-hmm. because there's there's multiple levels in a system here. You have the educational system, you yes. have the penal system. Yes. And and then you have the economic system right. that holds us down. That as is a not people. denied. And so, what plays out here in this movie is all of these systems coming into play. Because right. think about because I, I was talking to my cousin earlier today. Mm-hmm. What what bothered her in the film was the fact that the the father had to have gone to prison it's and then man. and then come out of it. And trying to teach, like, why couldn't he have just been regular dude, had a job, trying to take care of his family? Same. Yes, he lived in a neighborhood with other people, but she, her opinion was he, once again, you're telling this story of all of us as a people, there's some criminal criminality in at place here. And so for her, that was her thing. As an educator, she saw... This girl's journey and she liked what this girl did. Because what this girl did, a lot of adults would not have done. Mm -hmm. Okay? For example, um, the son's mother, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have did all of this.
0: Who would you want? Khalil's?
1: No, the son's mother. The son's the, the, the the half brother. The older brother.
0: Oh, okay.
1: His mother would not have done what Star did. No, not at all. Okay. But she she made some choices, too. Of course. The mother, the mom, made choices to stay with this man. Okay? And she talked about that. Even though he had a, a child with another woman, she made a choice. And she talked about that, which I thought was an interesting conversation because you never hear that conversation either. Mm-hmm. But once again, all of these things come to play. Right. So there were a lot of elements in this movie. It wasn't just... We can't just narrow it down the, to the, black on black crime. The problem and all these is, things. is,
0: they narrowed it down at the end.
1: That was because the, they had to end the movie.
0: They had to end the movie. They had to end the movie. End the but movie. You're, you're making, if you're, if you're marketing this to teenagers and to people who may be at a teenage level in terms of their, their knowledge of social ills social constructs, you are making an impressionable statement. And by targeting this as, as an ongoing context, as black-on-black black crime is the ill of the hood, that's what it felt like at the end. Well, we arrested this guy, and so we, we can move on now. But what happens to the next guy?
1: Well, there's always going to be a next guy. And
0: so what happens then? So then we just keep dealing with those guys, and then we'll just keep calling it black-on-black black crime. We don't resolve it any other way.
1: Well, what is your resolution for resolving it? Do we have a resolution for resolving it?
0: I mean, there are a lot of people that seem to have resolutions for the, for resolving it. And there's what a knows? lot of, There's a lot of systematic ills that have to be repaired. There's a lot of people fighting for prison reform there's a lot of people fighting for economic growth there are a lot of people fighting for anti-gentrification there's a lot of people fighting all, for things but, that need to change in order for the instinct to do. but if you don't start at the beginning you can't start at the end and say this is the bad guy yes he's doing bad things and he should be punished but let's 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 be straight about how punishment should be wielded
1: but all those things were addressed too not really but they, yeah, were, they were they were
0: mentioned and not addressed. They were mentioned. They just mentioned them. So what I mean we're just gonna keep well, going in know. circles because yeah. this is never gonna get resolved because also Because we
1: can't resolve it.
0: Also but also you feel one way and are not gonna let that go, and I feel one way and I'm not gonna right. let that go. And,
1: and I don't think so we can resolve it.
0: What I will say is this. If you like this conversation, if it triggered the fuck out of you, if whatever the fuck it did to you, you feel a way about it, either go see it or don't. Yeah. It's just That's chill. up to you. I recommend reading this book first because primarily, I mean, quite honestly, I never read the book and I was told the book is quite different from the screenplay. So do that first. Yep. Then go watch the film and find out what your perspective is on it. And quite honestly, I think you're going to have a different one.
1: But... What I will say is, I want you to support these actors because they gave some course, really them. fantastic performances. They did All give of fantastic
0: them. performances. All I of questioned them. some motives, but they did All give of them. Fantastic, they did some, some fantastic performances.
1: Fantastic performances. And I think at the end of the day, you know, we're still reviewing movies and and performances and so on and so forth. And I think we we got that. At
0: the the end of the day, we still have to, uh, Hollywood people are still people. We still have to hold them responsible for what they give us. And content of any sort should be questioned. And that's why we have this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, um, Alex, next episode is going to be, oh, thank you for joining
2: Alex's Picks. <laughs> you back Man, in, You
0: back in the room?
2: I put on my waiters and just... It was too hot for you. I just hung back on that one.
0: It was too hot. I understand. Um, Listen, so next episode is episode 34. Alex's birthday episode.
2: Whoa. Yep, Alex Picks.
0: And Alex Picks. Episode
2: 34, but I'm 32. Oh, Are you really?
0: So come on, tell me what you're going to do. What you're going to do.
2: Old men can watch cinema. Yes, Okay, I got it. That's what they say. So
0: what films are you picking? Because this is an Alex birthday episode. It's
2: an Alex birthday special as we head into this um, somewhat stark film season. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. There will be some late Oscar entries, but I don't think they're happening in the next uh, six weeks. Yeah, not this one. I mean,
0: we've already got stars born,
2: but... (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, So, being from New Zealand, and I would encourage the listeners to get into this as well is a fantastic film that I want to review called Hunt for the Wilderpeople. Okay. Um, it's a Taika Waititi film. Uh, Taika Waititi uh, for the uninitiated is the director of Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Which was Ragnar- one Ragnar- of the most Very good. Phenomenal Marvel films um, of the year and phenomenal? I think of the Lexicon. No,
0: it
1: was, it was good.
0: Phenomenal. It was good. But
2: alright. right. Oh, my feelings already hurt. All right, go ahead, keep I'll going. So I want to watch that. Uh, it's really, really good. It's, it's it's a really funny film. So we're going to we're gonna dice and slice that open. Um, it has the lead. It has the the kid from Deadpool 2. Did we talk He's,
0: about the title? Hmm? Did you say the title? Yeah, one? Hunt for oh. the oh, Wilder People. Oh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. It has
2: the kid from Deadpool 2. Yes, it
0: does.
2: Um, that's actually, actually how we got into that film. So get He's into that cool. and watch that. Sam Neill's in it. It's really, really good. Pull on the heartstrings. Send a message, but you'll laugh. Um, I'm also a huge fan of uh, war films, yeah. so we had a spirited debate about how far back we should go, yes. um, and we ended up on kind of a, a relatively new film, Fury. So, uh, I'm, some people With have Brad feelings Pitt. about Fury. Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, okay like um, The Punisher. What's that actor's name? Oh, oh yes. Uh, yes.
0: God. Oh God. We can just put, call him. Shane. You put me on the spot. We'll call him Shane for yeah. what one of yeah, Berenthal. yeah, yeah. Barenthal. yeah Joe Barenthal. Barenthal.
2: One of the baddest motherfuckers. And Michael Pena.
0: Yes. yes.
2: Quite the cast. Great so actors. It's yes. going to be a Kiwi, a New Zealand film, war film special. Anyone that knows me back in the, uh, in, in the uh, Antipodean heartland nice. knows <laughs> that this is my special. This so is your shit. All I'm right. up in that. 'Cause
0: oh, uh, actually we watched Dunkirk because of you too. Hell yeah, we
2: watched Dunkirk.
0: Which is also a really good Great movie. Film. Now, there are some Check Nazi zombie
2: out. films coming out. So we're ah, gonna be Overlord. Overlord. We're gonna be getting into those too. Alright. Not to all be remiss.
0: Right. Absolutely. But that's what's up. Well, you know, thank you for the listening. Yes. And uh, you know, if you like this episode, please be sure to like, share and follow on all our social media uh, platforms. That's uh, Facebook, Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. Instagram, Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. And Twitter, Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. And don't forget to check us out on our host uh, site, SoundCloud. Yes. And if you have anything to say about this episode or any others or anything you'd like us to review, beers and movies alike and And bourbon bourbon alike, please don't hesitate to hit us up with the hashtag, hashtag BBM Podcast. That is... Hashtag BBM podcast, and we will respond and talk about it on the show. We sure will. Thank you so much, Foam fans.
2: We're back for a great winter season. Yes. yes,
0: yes. This is beer, bourbon,
2: and the movie
0: and movie. <laughs>